You're listening to the Real Enneagram Podcast, a spiritual quest, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. Well, welcome back to the Real Enneagram, a spiritual quest. Hi, everyone. I'm Lark Howell with the Institute for Conscious Being, and I'm here today with Joe Howell, founder of the Institute, and Emily Wingfield uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome, Emily. Hello there. We're happy to have you. Let me tell you a little bit about Emily. She is an Enneagram teacher and coach in Atlanta, Georgia. She has uh, been involved with the Enneagram teaching for the last four years. Her website is EnneagramWithEmily.com. If you bring up her website, you'll be glad to see that Emily has a video. And from that brief time, you will see her enthusiasm for the Enneagram and for the students that she coaches. Emily has studied with teachers such as Linda Roberts, past president of the International Enneagram Association, with Suzanne Stabile and other teachers. Emily and we have been brought together today by a mutual friend and Enneagram expert in his own right, Seth Creekmore, who does the professional editing for this podcast. So thank you, Seth. You'll be listening to this soon, I'm sure. So Emily, welcome to The Real Enneagram a spiritual quest. And this is our, our regular podcast sponsored by the Institute for Conscious Being. You doing okay today, Emily? I am doing well. Thank you. Good, good. We're not that far apart. You're in Atlanta. So, and we're over in Anniston, Alabama. So we're, we're close by. It's nice to have a neighbor who's interested in the Enneagram like we are. So Yes. Well, and I will tell you, I am loving hearing y'all's accents. I love a beautiful Southern accent. I think it's a very sweet thing. So y'all have great accents. Well, you can't go anywhere in the world without somebody saying, where are you from? And we'll say, well, we're from the States. And they go, yeah, we know that. But aren't you from the South? So it's kind of like you, we can't disguise it. So they all inevitably, we just got back from from Britain for two and a half weeks, and they inevitably say, I bet you're from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I have found that many international folk, they, they either know, they know Florida, Texas, California, and then New York. And so it's, they kind of, you end up saying you're close to one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We always say we're close to Atlanta, Georgia, because most people know Atlanta. So mm -hmm. we always say that that's where we're close to. So, well, Emily, we're happy to have you. Could you just tell us a little bit more about yourself as before we get started with our questions? Yes, yes. So I'm Emily. Uh, um, I love to teach the Enneagram. I am so passionate about it. I can't contain my excitement when I get, <laughs> I get so excited about it because it has been so transformational for me. The way I actually got into it was, it was through Suzanne Stabile's book, The Road Back to You. And, and I had I had the wisdom of the Enneagram, but it was just a little too uh, intellectual for me when I was just trying to understand all of it. So then the road back to you really helped me get a little bit more of an idea of, oh, wow, this is fascinating. And so at the time, I was a stay-at-home mom for my two boys who at the time were around um, two and five years old, I would say. And I have two boys. And at that time, they were all into trucks, construction yard equipment, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so in the midst of doing all those kinds of things, I started listening to podcasts. And that's that was the beginning of my Enneagram knowledge was just so it's ironic. I 
I was kind of doing the narrative tradition without realizing it because I would just listen to podcast after podcast after podcast out with my boys. And I started um, taking notes just for myself. And I like to joke that um, I started taking so many notes that then I put them in a binder and it was a half inch binder. And then I took more and it was a one inch binder. And now I have a, I it eventually it came to a three inch binder of just all these notes I had taken that I had been learning through different podcasts and things. And then eventually, slowly but surely, I ended up teaching a class for free through my church. And that went so well that everyone said, you should do that again. And I joke that I'm resonate as an Enneagram nine. And so nines, it's that we sometimes need a little bit of a boost. And so I just felt so clearly that it was, it was God giving me a boost saying, here you go, sweetie. I, I, I know it might be challenging for you to do this on your own. So I'm just going to kind of lay it all out there for you. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's how my business has come about is, uh, you know, I, I would teach a class and then a friend would say, well, you need to have business cards. I'd say, oh, business cards. Okay. And then I would teach some more and they'd say, Emily, you need to make official posters here, you know, for your images. So I do that. And so amazingly, that's how my business has been built over these Mm -hmm. last four years. And I just, Mm -hmm. I love it. I, I am one of those people that says work doesn't even feel like work. It's just so fun. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, do you do it full time? Uh, This is your vocation. I do feel like it's a vocation, but it is not full time. So I try to. This does not always happen, but my goal is, I like to say that I teach the Enneagram between 8 a.m. and 2 p.m., and then I'm a stay-at-home mom from 2 p.m. to 8 Mm p.m. It does not always work like that, but that intention enough helps me a little bit with boundaries. And I know that on your video on the website, you uh, reveal that you are an egotype nine. Is that right? Yes, exactly. What is, what is that? What is that for you? What? How do you describe the nine energy as you you live it out? Mm-hmm. Well, I always have to add in to people that uh, because when I've gone to conferences before, they'll say, "I don't think you're a nine. I think you're a three or something." And I say, "You have to remember that I'm talking about the enneagram right now." I said. Going to an Enneagram conference is better than Christmas morning to me. So I am all that energy is bubbling up. However, during normal days, and especially before I was as self-aware, you know, in in my pre-Enneagram state, I really do feel like I was just sleepwalking through life. I was just constantly seeing both sides and then arguing to myself. I you know, I might almost reach an opinion on one thing, but then I'd argue the other side. And so then I'd have to go. And so I never, it was so challenging to make decisions, to, um, to wake up. I'll, I'll be, I'm, I'm very honest. Um, and when our first child was born, it was a rough time for my husband and I, as all first children can be to a marriage. And we went to a marriage therapist and she told us about the idea of in a relationship sometimes someone's the child and someone's the parent and the goal is to each be adults. And that was a huge wake up call to me because that's the truth. I've been a child my whole, or, you know, up until that point, because my parents took care of me. I got married young. My husband took care of me and he identifies as an uh, ego type three. So he liked to be in charge and take care. And it was very comfortable to both of us. But then once we have a child, and I'm the stay-at-home mom, 
I need to become the adult. And um, it was a really challenging transition, but Mm -hmm. obviously for the good. Yes, for the good. Well, Emily, you just you seem to know so much about this. And now that you we know that you have a coaching business, how do you implement your knowledge of the Enneagram with your coaching clients? Yes. So that has been um, a, a fine line I'm always trying to navigate because you know, how can you coach someone Enneagram? I always want to be respectful of the titles. So I like to call myself an Enneagram teacher. However, after teaching the Enneagram often enough, um, I would teach the you know foundations of the Enneagram to a client over several sessions. And then they would say, okay, well, now what? Like, I get the Enneagram. Now what can I do? And at that point, I said, well, I don't know. You have to work on it yourself. And so I have actually, I'm in the midst of um, training to become a life coach because how I like to do it, and it's working so well so far, is I can teach people about their Enneagram type. And then we, once they know all the terminology and all of those types of things, then we transition into a life coach mm-hmm. situation. And because we have the same words and definitions, I can use those in a life coach setting, but not to say, this is your problem, but much more just because that's not what a life coach does, but much more to say, well, perhaps the withdrawing is becoming, is be- you know, you do identify as an Enneagram or resonate as an Enneagram five. And perhaps some of why you're having trouble getting things done is because you are in the withdrawing stance, like we talked about before. Yes. Wow. Well, what about the challenges? I mean, is it difficult to help people to see uh, their, their strengths and their weaknesses when you're guiding them with this? Is that, would that be a a big challenge or what are some of the challenges in helping people with this? Uh, well, I would say my challenge as an ego type nine is that I have trouble saying the weaknesses. I always feel a little bad and I don't want them to feel too bad about themselves. And obviously, subconsciously, I, I don't want to lose the connection to them. So I think I'm very soft about the weaknesses, but I'm still clear about them. And honestly, if it if we have hit on the right, identified as the correct ego type, if the client has they admit it. They're like, oh yeah, that's totally me. Oh yeah, I do it. Oh, you don't even have to sugarcoat that. Yes, I've been doing that since I was a child. Mm-hmm. But along the lines, um, I like to joke that I am a natural born cheerleader and I was a cheerleader in high school. And as you can hear from the perkiness <laughs> in my voice, I am a natural cheerleader. Like I did strength finders one time and um, you know, it's maximizer of just, I see the potential in everyone. And because of getting to meet with so many clients, I can see the transformation that could be ahead of them if they just do the work. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I am that cheerleader because I believe that they could make it there. And so I I can cheer them on often enough. And I think people, they often comment that they feel that support and encouragement mm-hmm. when they might not be feeling it themselves. That's wonderful that you're so supportive of them because so many times in our teachings, we've seen people who the minute they recognize what ego number they are, they're just, they're very upset. It's like, oh no, I don't want to be this, you know, and they don't like some of those characteristics that they see. So it looks like to me that in your coaching, that what you do for them is really wonderful because you're helping them to see more positives than negatives. Yes. And I do always like to point out, we all 
identify as a certain ego type. So there's no getting out of it. So, and the reason it bothers them the most is because it resonates the most, you know, other things wouldn't bother them because they're not that type. Right, right. Truth is truth. (laughs) And we have to look at the truth no matter what, no matter how much we don't like it at first. So, and I have a, I teach with a lot of images um, because images really resonate with me. And one of the images I have is a, a woman in a cardboard box and then a different image is a man with just kind of, it's almost as if it was built with PVC pipe. So it's a cube or a, but it's just the structure of the cube and his hand is going up through the cube. And so I really teach that to say, you know, your ego type, that's the box you have thought you have to live within, but you can reach out of it. And I have found that image helps so many people to say, oh, okay, I'm, I'm trapped in this because of my own mind not because this is the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Well, you mentioned earlier that you started out teaching the Enneagram at your church and there mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia. We teach the spirituality of the Enneagram and that's our focus with the Institute for Conscious Being. And so I'm wondering, how do you connect the spiritual part of the Enneagram or do you with um, applying the Enneagram in your teachings? Yes, um, that it's probably one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it is because it has opened up my faith journey in ways that, I mean, I've been a Christian my whole life, but I went to Catholic school from kindergarten through 12th grade and I did the proper steps and all of that. And I, I've always had a, a great relationship with God, but anyways, it has opened since learning the Enneagram and learning spiritual practices I just feel like there's a whole other world that's been open to me that I never knew about. So I'm passionate about, by no means am I an expert on, <laughs> that's where I'm a resource of, I just send people lots of, I say, go look at these links, go read about this and, and go on your own journey there. But I always say I can, I can incorporate the spirituality, which is how I really like to do it. My, my heart sings the most when I'm teaching it that way, but obviously for businesses, you can leave that out as well. And interestingly, as I started my Enneagram journey is also when I started attending Al-Anon and that has been beautiful for me to just incorporate some of that, but also the idea of a higher power. And that has really helped me to open up the idea of God of, I know Mm -hmm. how I identify God, but I also, one of the amazing things I get to do in hearing people's inner stories is hearing how much they've been hurt by the church as well of the people within the church, yeah. not God's uh, intention of the church. And so I also have a lot of compassion that, you know, the word God might be very bothersome and triggering to certain people. And so if spirit works better for them or divine or higher power, I think over and over, it's the idea that there's something bigger than yourself and it's not up to you. And that seems to really help people kind of loosen the grips of their hold on life a little bit. Emily, and please feel free to ask any questions you have about our work, but I'm I'm curious, when you are doing Enneagram teaching, you mentioned for a business, how do you not get into, I guess say, the the tricky area of spirituality when you're using words like holy ideas and virtues how do you make it palatable in a secular setting so to speak Mm -hmm. that's a great question i never get into holy ideas uh in fact 
I am not competent in the idea of holy ideas yet because I, one of the, to me, it felt like a compliment was a woman that I had taught the Enneagram to, and then was coaching. She said, you know what, Emily, you're kind of like the common sense coach. Like you just do kind of (laughs) common sense things. Mm -hmm. So, um, the level of teaching, obviously y'all are at a very different level of the spirituality and consciousness. Mine is much more practical application of how can you, the majority of my clients are women ages 35 and up who often are in transition points of their kids went off to grade school, high school, college, they're empty nesters, retiring. And they're saying, what, what is my role in life? Why do I do what I do? Who am I? That That's one of the biggest questions. And so my, how I, how it works out when I teach the Enneagram is it's all very practical. I love to take mm-hmm. them on a farther journey. And I have a few clients that are willing to do that and we stay in touch. But most of them are just trying to um, feel more alive in their life. Mm-hmm. So that's in the individual teaching. And then for the businesses, I'll be honest, businesses, you know, they want, okay, how can this help our business? Like, we like this. We want a better they really want better communication and um, better teamwork. And once they feel like they get a little of that met, they kind of feel like they've checked the box of the Enneagram. So I take it that what you do is just teach what the weak and strong points are of each type. And do you use the arrows at all? In business settings, they usually, they never have time. Everybody, you know, they want, they'd like to learn the entire Enneagram in one hour, but everybody's going to be late and then they're going to need to leave early and, (laughs) you know, kind of thing. So, and I don't teach it in one hour, but um, I touch on the arrows in my business things just so that they have an idea about it. But with my individual teaching, we go into that and we go into levels of health, arrows, stances or social styles, instincts. And then and the beautiful thing is when I've worked with people for at least five sessions, I've gotten to know their stories. And so even as they share little bits about themselves, my brain just happens to hold on to those things. And then I can weave it in and say, mm-hmm. yeah. well, remember when you shared that you got so frustrated with your in-laws and you know, you were going to, it was Christmas time. You're in, you're feeling more stressed. Yeah. And so those are the kind, the kind of illustrations I use. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very so good. you can guide them to their point of integration without really saying you go against this arrow to another number. You're once you get to know them, you guide them in that direction for integration. Exactly. And it's amazing mm-hmm. how the stories, they pop in their mind as well of, Oh yeah, you're totally, and really it's the noticing. So I really encourage people to sign up for five sessions just for when, you know, and to make the appointments whenever it works, but they all say, oh, because I know that I'm going to meet with you next week, I notice a lot more things because I know the first thing you're going to ask in our next call is where have you noticed your ego type showing up? And, and so that's really helps with the awareness. Very good. Very good. Well, Emily, this has been great. I hope we haven't bought, haven't taken up too much of your time. This no, has been no. wonderful to get your take on everything, and we're happy 
so happy to get to know you and hope our paths will cross again uh, in this love that. world. And uh, I wish you good luck with your coaching. Thank you for being our guest on The Real Enneagram. Could you mention your, your contact information one more time? Yes, thank you. So it is uh, very easy. It's www.enneagramwithemily.com is my website. I'm somewhat active on Instagram, and the handle for that is uh, Enneagram with Emily. So it, it's a pretty easy place to find. But I love what y'all are doing because I, I love the um, transformational and spiritual aspects. Um, because of my boys, I kind of, meaning because I'm in the midst of mom life, I, I look at things like what y'all do and I think, one day, Emily, one day when mm-hmm. <laughs> life, well, I'm not saying life will ever slow down, but you know, one day when I have more than just eight to two, I can't wait to go yeah. even deeper. Because, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're doing all you need to do right now with two active children. We've so, been there. We no, we understand. <laughs> it's so such true. a pleasure to have met you. Yes, it uh, is. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You have such a beautiful countenance about you. <laughs> well, so people you. who, People who call you will be in for a real treat. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. I, yes. it, yeah, it's the joy of my life to get to do this. I mean, I just, I, I can't stop. It's, it's really something. <laughs> well, I want to thank the listeners for joining in with us today. And um, I also want to tell everyone that they can find us. Our podcast is therealenneagram.com. And then if you're interested in our teaching Institute, the Institute for Conscious Being, uh, you can go to theicb.org and look up our website and uh, look into more of, of what we offer for teaching. And if you have any questions, you can email us at therealenneagram.com. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Joe, for being our guest, being on the, the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> That wraps up another episode of The Real Enneagram, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. If you're interested in furthering these conversations, please reach out to us through our Instagram, at The Real Enneagram. Or, if you're interested in our upcoming trainings or other resources, please visit our website, www.instituteforconsciousbeing.org. Thanks for listening.